Hello and welcome to a bonus podcast from me, Mark Tiley, as we had, as our very special guest, Beth Nielsen Chapman, join us on the show on Tuesday, all the way from Nashville. Hey girl, we can deal with it. Beth Nielsen Chapman, another powerful message. You 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 keep getting them out there. Beth, it's lovely to catch up with you again. Oh, it's so great to see you again and to be speaking with you. Uh, it's been an amazing, crazy time, and we've all been going through actually. So, so I'm excited to be coming back over the pond in August, which is very rare for me because everybody always supposedly goes out of town in August. According to many people that I've talked to, they're like, oh, you can't tour in August because everybody goes on holiday. I'm like, well, they can come on holiday and come to my show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I last saw you in October. You were over in that wonderful Liverpool Philharmonic Hall. What a great venue. And oh. just such a lovely night. But what I want to talk to you about a little bit today is about the balance between teaching and mentoring, recording... Mm-hmm. And performing, because it is, they're three huge components in your life. They are. And, you know, I'm just as passionate about all of them equally. So I, I'm usually torn to shreds trying to organize how to do them all. But teaching for me is, in fact, I don't think it's ever been more important because it is a different time in the music business. And it's very easy for artists to lose hope or just to feel like they can't get any traction and I teach very differently than a lot of teachers. In terms of songwriting, I just teach my students to understand and appreciate that their job is to do their body of work and to do the best song they can and not to worry about getting it on the charts. And that's when you actually ironically write the song that ends up having a better shot at getting on the charts. So it's really interesting. It's like if you get self-conscious about what you're writing, then it becomes like, not as good of a song. So anyway, I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve and I love to instill those little gems of uh, information into their minds and then they go off and hopefully they, they have a better shot at making it in this business. Well, I want to ask you a question about your writing because when I first heard uh, back to this moment, I was thinking, is this woman channeling her inner Fleetwood Mac? Is this, is, is there sort of, yeah. is there a happy Mac thing going on in it? But it's so concise. It's a beautiful, short, tight song. Everybody knows and loves your incredible ballads. But I think they forget or can forget that you can knock out a heck of a pop tune as well. But this is one of them. I, I loved writing that song. I wrote it with May Earlywine, who's a, an artist from Michigan. She had come down and uh, it was really the first time that I had co-written with another human being in three dimensions since all of the lockdown. And it was, we, we were like, oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this because we were so thrilled to be able to get together and write. And we had been cleared through the worst part of it. And anyway, so she had this idea and she's a really good songwriter. So we were like ping pong balls going back and forth and we wrote it pretty quickly. And, you know, it was a song I kind of had in my back pocket and I thought, well, it's going to go on my next album. And then that was like probably 2021 when we got together and wrote the song. And and my favorite part of the song is that third verse. It says, it it was a Hail Mary, surefire, holy moly, what the hell, get me out of here kind of year. (laughs) Which kind of encompasses what most people went through when they had to go through the pandemic. So 
late last year in December, my husband, Bob, passed away. He had had leukemia for about five years. And in fact, it was right after that tour that you mm. that I saw you at. And I'm doing fine, but it was just like, it's been so surreal. And, and I brought this song back out and I thought, golly, I want to put this song out right now because it has a whole different meaning to me. It has a very different shift of, you know, longing to be back in a moment with him, but also knowing that it's not possible and I just have to move forward. And it, and it certainly changed the third verse for me. Like it has been a windinger of a year uh, to go through that as well. So, and I realized that song morphs and changes with er with everybody's lives. So I figured it's a it's an evergreen kind of song. <laughs> Let's play it right now, and then we'll try right. to talk a bit more. Here it is. Okay. This is back to this moment. Nielsen Chapman, back to this moment. It's a it's a cracking song, Beth. As I said, we're, we're playing it. We're playing it all over the place. I wanted to, to a collaboration. I don't know whether we talked about it just together or on air uh, with Keb Mo. Put a woman in charge. Now I played that song earlier this morning, and it always gets a great response. That <laughs> you you were full of cold at the time when that that was being written, weren't you? You had the flu or something. Oh, I had a horrible, I had just come back from another UK tour and I had horrible laryngitis. I could barely talk and yeah. I was standing in the kitchen and I'm 
I'm telling Bob, um, I'm going right to bed, you know, <laughs> and he's like, very good, good judgment, you know, and then right as, as I'm telling him, I'm going to go lay down, the phone rings in my hand and it's Keb and, you know, Keb Moe is like the coolest guy I know. And he's, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Can you come over and write this song with us? I'm like, yeah, I'll be right there. And, and I was out the door and, you know, uh, I'm so glad I did, even though I croaked like a frog. Uh, Cause they were writing, put a woman in charge and they needed a woman. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm your girl. Uh, and we had so much fun writing it. And, you know, Keb, he's amazing songs that have a lot of depth and, and a lot of a message in it, but he always makes sure that he's not looking like he's picking a side. He's, he's really good at writing in a way that's saying something very clearly that sometimes gets people to think again, you know, but doesn't come out in a way that makes them defensive or make. So he's like, we can't, we, we got to write this just as a fact. Women should be in more positions of power. And I'm like, I'm, I'm totally able to write back. It's a great, great song. I've looked at your schedule. It's a very quick trip, as you mentioned, over here for August, not to the Isle of Man this time. But definitely, yeah. we are starting to cook something up, and I'm going to keep our powder dry. You're coming back for some more time in the UK next year, hopefully, all being well. I will always be coming back to the UK next year because it's one of my favorite places to go and perform, and I'm so connected there. There's so many people and folks that come out to the shows every single time, you know, bringing their kids and grandkids now. It's crazy, but I've always, always, always wanted to go to the Isle of Man. I've never actually even been to the Isle of Man. It's such a beautiful place. So I'm super, super grateful that you're putting me on the airwaves over there. So <laughs> when I get there, I can do a show. And I, and I teach there too. It'd be really great fun. That, that will be, hopefully, the plan. Um, can I just add our own sympathy and from all the people here who know you and love you about Bob? So sorry to hear that. That was so sad. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, like I said, surreal. And um, he had three weeks left when I got back from my tour. And, and and it was an amazing time. He was actually able to stay very comfortable because hospice was fantastic. And they made sure he was not in any pain. And he was able to really finish so many things. He was a psychologist. So he had gotten a chance to say goodbye to all of his clients. And then we had family and friends. But one of the things that kept coming up in those discussions with me was like, you're not going to cancel everything, are you? And he's like, you're not going to cancel everything, are you? I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is pretty big, you know. And he goes, well, just do the first show and see how you feel. Because I have a feeling you're better off playing your music and letting your audiences wrap their arms around you and sharing your music with them and giving them that than you are sitting around at home doing God knows what. <laughs> And I did. I did the first show and I, I was able to get through the night and I and I realized this is going to be my way through this, you know, not to stop, not to get stuck in taking away the things I'd already put in place. So it's been the best decision. And, you know, I mean, I definitely have my moments and grief is like a thing that has waves that come and knock you down when you least expect it. But I feel very supported by so many folks and I so appreciate everybody out there that's thinking of me, you know, and we all go through it. So... I just um, get a head start on the grief thing. Well, Beth, Nashville to Douglas, thank you for dropping by. I really, really believe now we're going to get you onto this Isle of Man. I do hope so. There are people moving in strange ways and creative ways. Here's to it, and thank you All again. Right. Thank you, Mark. I'll see you next time. Mwah.
My thanks to Beth Nielsen Chapman for joining us on Mark Tiley in the Morning all the way from Nashville. And I really, really hope that we can get her over here to the Isle of Man as part of her tour in 2024. Keep coming back to manxradio.com for more podcasts as they're popping up all the time. And thanks for listening.